Hi, everybody. We're, we're glad you're here with us. We had a couple weeks ago told you that we were going to start this um, community prayer devotional or start working through it. Um, written, it's written by Bob Santos, who lives here in Indiana. And I love the cover of it. It just is like a, such a staple of Indiana. Right. And you probably know more about the history of that building, Natalie. Maybe you do? I don't. I, the only thing that I know that it was the old courthouse. Yeah, I sort of figured because it's right in the center of town. But now the courthouse is further up or down depending on right, how you say that. Right, but I love that you can see it. Like when you're coming into town, you can see it. It's just sticking way up in the air. Just he, like the cross at Grace Church I know. sticks up in the air. You can see that from everywhere, too. I feel like that's probably the highest point in Indiana. I, I don't so know too. for sure, but I think it is. I remember when we were, Will and I were driving to Indiana to come to his interview at Grace. And we were like, wow, look at that. I wonder, that would be so cool if that was the church that we were going to. Right, really? Oh, Yeah, nice. when we saw this, the steeple up wow. there, and it was. <laughs> That's yeah. cool. It's such a pretty, it's, this, this church is a beautiful building. It is. Actually, there's a lot of pretty churches on this whole There street. are so many beautiful churches, yeah, throughout, throughout all of Indiana. But, yeah, just right close just here, too. street, right? You're absolutely right. So, um it's good to see you. I know. I haven't seen you since last week, which is odd because we usually talk and we just haven't been able to connect. I know. We we haven't really even talked on the phone at all, so. No. I missed you. I was going to send you a text like, are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Where are you safe? <laughs> Should I come looking for you? I know. <laughs> <clears throat> and then we're like wanting to like hug when we see each other. Right. But we just decided to touch feet while oh, we were we praying with each them. other. Like, we have the same shoes on. Oh, yeah, right. We do. And we didn't even plan it. We didn't. I didn't even know you had those. I didn't know you had those. Yeah. I think I did see them one time before. <laughs> All right. So um, we're actually on day three because we did discuss the first two days already. Um, so day three of Bob Santos's devotion, and it's called Unimaginable Power. Um, so it starts by talking about um, the Amish community. It does. Which I thought was really cool because <clears throat> just three years ago we moved to Indiana from Johnstown. And I never really saw people that were Amish right. in Johnstown. But now here in Indiana, you see it a lot. You do. You know, I see it as I'm driving. I see it at, at Aldi or Walmart or right. wherever. And so it's interesting to me because, I don't know, I'm, a, I'm like a real people person. So I'm always thinking about, like, I wonder what, like, it's like. You know, I wonder what they think when they, they the same thing. see us. And I wonder what, you know, like, are they? Actually, when Ben and I were dating, we would go to... Eaton Park, and I would do that with everybody who walked by. Like, wonder if they're married. Wonder if they have kids. Like, I love to do the same thing. Yeah, like, just to think how other people live. Yeah, there's something like interesting about it. There is, and then it, it goes on to talk about. Well, their horse and buggy is always something really interesting. Yes. In fact, we were at Blue Spruce, and there were some Amish people there that were fishing, and they had come there in their horse and buggy. I guess obviously they do that unless they get somebody else to drive them. Right. But um, the horse and the buggy were sitting, like, there right in the woods, like, right by the path that we walked on. You get to see it up close. Yeah, the horse was right there, and it was really cool to see. And River was like, wow, a big horse. I think it's really cool. I just, I'm not tough enough, I don't think. I think I would be cold in the winter. Like, yeah. You see them in the snow and everything else going. 
I know, right in that open wagon. Right. Yeah, it's really, it really is a, a more simplistic life. Sure. Um, which was sort of interesting, I thought, because it almost seems like everything that's happening right now is what's taking us closer to a more simplistic sure. life. Sure. Um, and then in the devotion, Bob starts to talk about the difference between like horsepower in your in our vehicles. Yes. Versus the horsepower that's um, taking the buggies like up a hill. Actual living horse. (laughs) Right. So he's he likens that to the difference between um, doing things in our own strength and then doing them through the power of prayer. Right. So you know we can make things happen when we do them in our own strength, Mm -hmm. but it's like a lot of effort. It's difficult. It's draining, and it doesn't always work out. The way, no, no, nothing how you intended it to. But if you will work things out through prayer, if you'll ask God, if you'll align yourself with His will and His purposes, then things are going to go a lot, a lot faster. A lot. It's going to be a lot easier on you. Yeah, less stressful. Um, there's more power, mm-hmm. so much more power. Let's read the scripture that, that he has at the top or at the top of this. Sure, chapter. go ahead. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working, and mm-hmm. that's James five sixteen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then I just looked down and I saw the word Smicksburg. Me too. I, I have it underlined. <laughs> I just underlined it today. Which, go ahead. I have never been there. I oh whoops, you haven't touching my microphone. We we'll have to do a field trip. I want to go to Smicksburg. In fact, I have a brochure hanging up on our calendar at home because uh-huh. I wanted to go. They have like a pottery thing in October yes. uh-huh. that I wanted to go to. Well, hopefully everything's going to be back. I hope so. And opened. So I really hope so. Yeah. But in fact, you got this. It's in Smicksburg, right? I got right? one of the stores at Smicksburg, and I can't remember which which. We should just store it was. It's, it's our coffee and scripture mug for whenever this is on the radio and you can't actually right. see it but it's natalie got this gift for me for christmas it says coffee and scripture with carrie natalie and it's it's actually a really really good mug like it keeps things really cold or really hot right. but yeah we got that at smicksburg and it actually was the first time i went to smicksburg was just last year and i've lived here for 20 years so wow i don't know i just it felt like it was far away and is it far away no it takes like 20 30 minutes to get there so oh. it's not really that far away but it felt like it was far away because it's a different world Right. So is Smicksburg? Yeah, it is a different world. Uh-huh. Is Smicksburg where Kathy yes, Straight Kathy, lives? Kathy okay. Straight lives there. She actually has a store right by the store that I bought that at. Okay. And hers is called TimeWorks, and it's this really cute antique store. And Kathy Straight is the illustrator of Natalie's um, children's book, right. How I Feel Brave. But yeah, um, so it's just a really cool town. Like, there's a great restaurant there. Their food is all home cooked and. Mm. It's, I'm sure, very fattening, but it's, like, the best food you ever had is, like, your mom makes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's good okay. food. But, yeah, it's a really cool place. All right. I actually have friends, and I'm not going to say who they are, that have a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, ten, I think. Mm. Ten kids. And I always, wow. when the son is friends with my son, Josh, when he would come over to the house, I had a really big interest in how they lived because I thought, it's hard for me with two kids. How do they do it with ten? And so I would ask him questions like, you wouldn't believe the whole time he was there. 
And I was like, how do you, like, how do you He's eat? He's probably like, I don't want to go to the Glazer's house she anymore. She has too many questions. <laughs> but I how said, do you eat? how do you eat? Like, do you make all this food? And he looked at me and he goes, it's really not that different than you. <laughs> he goes, we make food. The little kids don't eat that much. He goes, it's really not that different. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> He's like, Josh, is your mom okay? <laughs> but I do think it's different because I custom make food sometimes for my kids when they don't want to eat oh, what's on the yeah. table. So that's yeah. different. I'm sure that... There's none of that. There is that. none of that. They're gonna eat what I make. Right. There can't possibly be when right. if you have that ten many children. Kids. Right. Yeah. And I think they get a lot of help too. I think the kids do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Carrie, you were just talking about how you have to. I'm sorry, Caden, if you're watching, but <laughs> he's probably I'm not. Say it about Don't my worry kids about too. it. They won't watch. <laughs> how you must have to bribe them to do stuff. Yeah, and I think especially right now because we're out of routine, uh-huh. and he's really used to kind of doing his own thing he's a teenager and he wants to be in his room and he wants to talk to his friends and he wants to play Fortnite. yep and so if you ask him to do something that is out of that routine that he's in yep. now it's like you get a lot of flack for it yep but when you're when he does come and he's ready to like hang out and talk then it's like a there's no kid. stopping him. Yeah. He's like, talk, 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 <laughs> oh, talk, talk. We were trying to watch a show last night, and he wouldn't stop talking. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm really happy that you're here, but can you please stop talking? I know. I felt bad. Aiden, Aiden's doing his schoolwork, and he's very capable doing it on his own, but he rushes through it. Oh. So the last couple of days I've been sitting in there while he does it. Because uh-huh. he'll get something wrong and he'll just hit next. And I'm like, no, read why it was wrong. <laughs> He's like, well, Mom, I'm really not getting graded but on he this. Got, he got a little bit mad at me because I was like, hurry up. Like, stay focused and hurry up. And he got mad at me like, why are you, like, why are you even here if you're going to be mean? Oh, yeah. And then I felt a little bit guilty because I was wanting to do my <clears throat> own thing, too. I know. Um, but then once I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on him right now. And then we actually had a lot of fun. He was yeah, laughing. if you make it a choice yeah. and then you... It, it is good for bonding, and I know you got to be intentional about it, though. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard. Same with prayer. you got to be intentional about that, too. You do. Yeah, you absolutely do. And if the more times that you choose to be intentional about it, the more routine then it will start to become for you. And as you, like, go throughout the day, then it'll just come up in your mind, like, you know what, I'm trying to get this done, but if I just talk to God about it and ask for some help, mm-hmm. I bet it's going to... Work out a lot better. It's going to take a lot off of you. It's not ours to fix. Can I update you on one other thing? Please. My dad is back in the hospital. Oh, no. He went back on Sunday night on Easter. We took him back, and he's just not in good shape. They thought it was pneumonia. Mm. So I text my prayer team, Pastor Kathy, Jan Woodard. I I text them saying, hey, dad's in the hospital, prayers. He he has pneumonia. So Pastor Kathy sent this beautiful prayer, praying for his lungs to be clear and the very next day, Ben reads the x-rays, and he never had pneumonia. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So I was like, praise God. Like a miracle. Like what she prayed came true. Now wow. he's still not feeling any better. And I was like, good job, girls. The pneumonia's gone. Now pray for what it really is. <laughs> but, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, so they're not quite sure what it is. They tested for COVID three times. It wasn't that. It's so they just kind of... So I could ask for prayers for everyone watching or listening that, that they figure out what's going on. And I've had a peace with him in there mm. that I feel like maybe my, the rest of my family doesn't have as much. Sure. Because I've just decided, I made a conscious decision 
to just pray about it, and there's nothing I can do about it. I actually, yeah, you can't even go visit them. No, you can't visit them, so that's hard for my mom, especially, because she's... That would be really hard. She's down there. He's not wanting to talk to anyone, so it's hard to even communicate with him. Yeah. Um, but I made the conscious decision to, like, okay, it's not in my hands. It's in God's hands. That's right. And it is last night hands. I grabbed my phone to start researching what it could be, and I was like, no. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. <laughs> Good for you because, I mean, it's valuable to have access to all this information that we do when we can look anything up now. Yep. But it also can be scary, and it can lead you in a bad direction. Yeah, it spirals out of control sometimes. You know, it's funny because as we're like going, walk, working through the uh, devotion, the very next part that we, I was going to mention was... Um, how Bob talks about the huge danger that we face in harnessing power oh. is the ever-present desire um, for control. Mm-hmm. So you led right into that of saying, like, I just made a conscious decision to understand that I can't control it. Right. And if you don't make that conscious decision, that's our default as humans is to just fall right into, like, I need to control this. And it'll mask itself as something positive. Right. Yeah, you think and you're it tricks doing something. You. Yeah. It is a trick. It's you think it's like, like <laughs> oh, I'm just keeping people safe. Or I'm, like, right. trying to be wise. Or I'm trying to. But if you're doing it in your own strength. Right. Then ultimately the root of it is most likely control. That's right. It is, you're exactly right. That's 100% what it was. As soon as I grabbed my phone, I thought that. Well. As soon as I grabbed my phone and looked at 10 things. Then I thought, <laughs> Did you, let's be honest, after you looked I don't at think 10 of things. it that quickly. <laughs> well, I know, so something just came up in my mind that um, my grandma and I lived together at, prior to, like right when I first met Will. And then when we got engaged, we knew we were going to get married. We had to figure some things like arrangements out for housing and how things were going to work. And it was very hard because I didn't not want my grandma to live with me, but at the same time, I knew it was going to be difficult, you know, a new marriage, a blended family, Mm -hmm. and then if my grandma would be living there as well, and it would just be a lot of additional conflict. Um, So I can remember panicking, freaking Mm -hmm. out about it, and feeling like she's going to hate me, and she's never going to love me, and again, and what's going to happen, and I don't know, you know, what direction to turn. And then I remember praying and saying, God, like, I really need you. Like, I believe that you brought Will and I together and that it would be your will for us to get married. And so you know that this is a part of it. And um, I said, please provide her with, like, a safe place for her to be, a place that is going to meet her needs. I mean, because at that time, I think she was... Uh, what was she, like, maybe 84, 85, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, they looked at a couple of different places, her and my mom, and then they were like, I think we found it. And it was this most beautiful white house that was a ranch-style house, one floor, no steps. Um, it was tucked away in a really nice neighborhood, very safe, had these beautiful trees. I can't remember what they're called. She ended up not liking them because they dropped their petals all over <laughs> her yard. But, but I thought it was so pretty, and she loved the house. It was perfect for her. There was so much light that came in. It had a big bay window where she could grow her plants that she loved to do. And I remember the first time I went in there, and I went into the bathroom to be alone, Much like Natalie does all the time. (laughs) 
And I remember I just started crying, and what came to my mind was, like, what God said to me was, I can do immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. It's true. Because I never could have even picked a perfect place like that for her to live. Right. I saw pictures of it. It is such a cute place. Yeah. It was beautiful. And it was perfect for her. So that prayer, I have written in the margin here, prayer really does change things. And that's, it just reminded me of that. It absolutely did. So, go ahead. I think it also helps you to focus on the positive, too. When you're praying. When you're praying, Just yeah. because, Carrie, what you've taught me, like, make sure that your prayers include Thanksgiving, right? Mm. Um, so I've tried to make a conscious decision to do that as well because I wasn't doing that before. Um, and that's that changes things. Like, there's so much, like, even though we're worried about things, there's so much to be thankful for. I'm thankful my dad is 80 years old, and he's still chopping wood and building fires. Yeah, like that's they really even great. said in the hospital like how he does not look like an 80-year-old. Wow. Like there's no signs of that cuz he's stayed active all his life. And, yeah. He's um, a young 80. He's a young 80. So that's what I'm thankful for. Like like there's really a whole lot to be thankful for. There surely is. And you're right. Whenever you start to like mention your the things that you're thankful for, the things that you're grateful for, you do like it's what you start to focus on instead of focusing on the negatives because again our um, tendency or our default setting as a human being is to look to the negative right complain that's I mean yeah that's the first thing you think of it is like oh why is this happening to me or like why did this have to happen to my dad or you know why 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 you know and that, I remember learning that as well, um, to not ask the question, why? Well, it's not that you can't, because you can. Right. I mean, God can handle any of your doubts and your um, questionings and your fears and all of that. But if you, it's better for you if you ask the question, what? Like, what do you want me to learn during this? Right. Or what can, what can I take yeah, out of this? What am I supposed to be learning from this? Or what can help me or others? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of why is this happening to me? Or why did you let this happen, God? Right, right. Yeah, it's a good, um, good way to focus. So um, much like the last study that we did with um, Fervent, with the book Fervent. Sure. Bob's devotion goes into um, praying scriptures. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to start. It's Romans uh, 15, 13, which is what Bob recommends that we pray together today. Um, 29, bottom of 29. Page flipped and I'm elsewhere. Okay, that's why I can find it. Got it? Got it. Okay. So Romans 15, 13. Can you check our time real quick and just let me know? We're good. We got seven minutes. Seven minutes. Okay. All right, so I'll read Romans fifteen thirteen for you, and then I'm going to turn it into prayer because I think sometimes, like the whole idea of turning scripture into prayer, can be like a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like, well, how do, how exactly do we do that? So it says, "Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit." So. I just turned it into a prayer yesterday, and the prayer reads, God of hope, fill us, your people, with all joy and peace in believing so that we would abound in hope by the power of your Holy Spirit. 
So it's real easy. You're just changing it into. Yeah, sort of turning that into that one. I guess that one is sort of a simple one. Turning it into like your own words that you sure. are praying to God. So I go back to where we started this whole thing. Love is patient and Carrie is patient and Natalie is patient. Um, I have a prayers for my husband book that, yeah. I've been, that I've been doing for about a year now. Is that the Power of a Praying Wife or a different one? No, it's one? not. It's 31. 31. Proverbs 31? No, Ministries? it's 31 days of prayers for your husband. Oh, I can't it's, it's remember called what it's that. Called. Okay, okay. But it says in there, your husband, your or my husband, my husband. Mm -hmm. So just this week, I started changing it and he crossed it out and put his name. And mm. It's way more personal when you put a name in there. Yeah. Because when you say your husband, you picture husband being a perfect person, which is not possible, right? Sorry, so, Will's not around here right now. No, second, I don't know but. where he went, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you're right, though. You're right. Whenever you say husband, it's some, for some reason, or wife even, yes. I'm sure, it comes with this idea in your mind, like, mm -hmm. I always had that it was just going to be like this, meet all your needs. and Right. And even some of the stuff in there, when I was reading your husband, I was like, well, he's never going to do that. That's not him. But when I put his name in there, it feels more possible mm. for some reason. Yeah. I and, don't know. And when we're entrusting God to do those things. For that specific person. Yes. It changes. With their it. name. Then God hears our prayers and he will move. Right. He will work and he will move. And it might not be. I think sometimes what's discouraging for us is it's not maybe necessarily Instant. when we expect or it. Or what. Or what. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's different. Right, or like, yeah, the way that we expect it all to happen. Sometimes it's way better. Yeah, yeah and really, it, it's way better. <laughs> I'd say probably ninety nine percent of the time, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's way better. But, but let's just challenge everyone to do that this week, just to take whatever scripture you're looking at and personalize it. Yeah, turn put it into a prayer. Name in, put put your name in it. Just make it personal to whatever's going on, whatever worries are happening with you. I that love happens. that. So picking like picking one scripture. Yes. And turning it into your prayer. Right. Yeah, that's really great. I really love that. Um, Bob's prayers that he has kind of outlined in here are really good. So I'm just going to pray through that. And then I did start to um, add some things to the list. So we'll just wrap up by praying through this sure. ending here. And um, you guys can pray with us wherever you're at. Lord, we rejoice in the fact that we are not powerless against the human and spiritual forces of control. We ask that you break strongholds of discouragement, unbelief, and hopelessness while you reveal to the Christians in our community the amazing power of prayer. Yes, Lord, help us to see how you move through um, us just talking to you and entrusting everything into your hands. We pray, Lord, that you would free your people in our community from deceptive feelings of powerlessness and stir their hearts to pray. That you will give your people the grace to surrender control of their lives and their loved ones. Whatever addiction, despair, whatever they're facing, Lord, that your kingdom will come and that your will would be done in this place, in this whole world. Lord, I pray that marriages would be restored that hope would be found, that um, behavioral health needs would not have the final word. Um, I pray for parents, Lord, that, that we could have patience with our children. There's so much more um, 
that we're not used to doing on a daily basis um, as far as their education is concerned, as far as just even the amount of time that we're spending with them, um, the food preparations, the the um, crafts and all these, um, like, I guess, parental expectations that we feel on ourselves right now during this time, Lord, that we can embrace them, that we can set aside other things and focus on our kids so that we can have and an enjoy time with them, that we can find um, the richness of the time spending with our kids and the amount of joy it can bring to our lives. Um, that we would have unity and oneness in this country, that we can um, stop criticizing so much, stop criticizing everyone else, because until you've walked in somebody else's shoes, you don't really know what it is that that they're experiencing or um, why they're handling a situation like they are, Lord. So I pray that you would, um, Father, move in our hearts, um, Soften the hearts of people who are skeptical, who don't believe in who you are and and what you've done. Um, Lord, I just I know that this joy and this hope and this peace that I have inside of myself is it was completely impossible before I had any idea of who you really were. And I want everybody to know that. I want everybody to experience it and to know that they don't have to strive and work so hard on their own to get there, but that there's help. Um, and they'll, if they'll just have a little bit of faith. I've been seeing this meme that says if a, a virus that you can't even see can do this much damage, imagine what a mustard seed size of faith can do. So Lord, we just put our hope and trust in you. We just ask you to move and and to... Um, do miraculous things in our lives, in our hearts, um, in this community of Indiana and all around the world. We thank you and we praise you in advance for we know that you're always bending down to hear us and that you're working on our behalf. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well.